0: Hey guys, this is George from The Edit Room, as opposed to George from a podcast. Before this starts, I just want to take a quick moment to say there were slight technical issues during this podcast. They were completely my fault. And because of it, there will be a random cut as accompanied by this noise. So that you know that there's a real cut and the shifting conversation isn't you accidentally skipping something. It is completely my fault. However, outside of that, This is an irregular episode of the Snappy Tech Podcast. It is the last live filmed episode of the year. So make sure you enjoy. And we'll see you guys live next year, potentially. If not, next week we have a pre-recorded episode. And the week after will be a Best Bits. So we shall see you next week and enjoy. So we got that full 4K live stream capacity. What I will say is if we run, if we accidentally run over four hours, apparently YouTube will just cut us off. So
1: (laughs) we have to keep it under four hours. (laughs) Bandwidth (laughs) hoggers.
0: Yeah. I I got like a little notification when I set my live stream resolution to 4K being like, FYI, if it goes over four hours, we don't, um, we don't archive the footage. And I was like, (laughs) oh, thanks. Thanks guys. (laughs) Just in case I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) oh man
1: we are live
0: all All right i'm gonna gonna push out the socials real quick so before we get into it we as i mentioned we have a wonderful benjamin abuaji where is um what have you been up to what's going on it's been it's been
1: kind of a busy week to be honest um just like you know family stuff right um just trying to like you know pace myself and just get myself into a position ready for the new year but yeah you know th- the videos this week has kind of been slow
0: right. so
1: i was only my, the only video i was actually able to post was my first attempt of a vlog so um
0: which, I, yeah which got demonetized and i want to I, <laughs> I guess that's going to be our first subject of of the show it's yeah, oh it's, man <laughs>
1: it's it's just it's just become a conspiracy theory like if you guys may or may not know brandon havard you know go check out his channel awesome guy um had an opportunity to link up with him yesterday and um it's a very thing that we were talking about it just happens to be a case of video number 9 for me in a row it's, it's very convenient that the only videos that have not been hit with any form of limited ad issues is two videos that had the Google Pixel 2 in there. And I, I'm not saying there's some conspiracy theory, but it just seems very convenient. It's,
0: it seems yeah, very You're convenient. not saying it's there. You're just saying it could be there.
1: Yeah. So please don't quote me to say that I found out some factual reasons to say and prove that that's the case. But it's just convenient. You know, like how how a vlog where I, I probably only put, like, maybe three tags in that video. <laughs> right. And it, they you just don't know. You just don't know. I, I, it's it's like uh, we had this discussion where it's like it, it works on three levels, right? The guys, the big channels, as quote unquote say, where mentally people see big channels as a million subscribers and over, which is yep. fair. Th- that's like proper income that they can depend on that really gets sucked out of them. And when you request for a manual review, it doesn't get reviewed straight away. It can take more than half a week for it to be turned over. That's yeah. That's... A long time if you have a daily upload schedule or even uh, 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 uh you know like a every other day it, whatever it is half a week is too long for it to be sorted
0: not so only that but it de- also it takes a hit to your revenue right because you, your peak, oh, yeah your peak viewership is like the first 24 hours so it's yeah. all well and good they restore it after a week but you've already lost most of the money you were you've making lost. off that video you've
1: completely lost for the for the middle guys i.e. The small, I, I don't really class any person that has a six-figure subscriber account more as a small channel. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. But for those guys, it's literally like income and revenue stream that helps, and also potential new subscribers that get recommended the videos, right? Yeah. So that also hits them on both angles. Us smaller guys, you know, i.e., less than k ten ten k subscribers, it's literally just tanking the video. You know, it's not like we're going to get like x amount of views off the roof, but it's I've I've seen it so many times. The minute your video gets demonetized, YouTube pretty much makes no money off your videos. So there's no real need for them to recommend your videos onto other people's videos. It it just doesn't it's not it's not business smart, especially if the system feels that it's not suitable for advertisers. So then your video just gets ended up at the bottom of the, of the search pile, and it just means more people, less people are gonna see it. Means less potential subscribers that will probably see your video to like it enough to be like, "Hey, awesome, let me subscribe." You know, so that means your channel growth is just literally stuck. And demonetization literally equals demotivation. That's yeah. what happens. You just think, "What is the point?" <laughs> you know. And it really becomes like this genuine relationship as the best video platform literally is the worst to put all your effort into because you just get shot in the foot. Right. And yeah, that, that's that's that been another constant thing to be dealing with. So, yeah, I mean, on a positive note, you know, the channel hit 2,900 subscribers, which I'm so whoop, whoop. over rumor, the moon. Rumour has like, it there's a re-
0: giveaway coming soon.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, I really, I really wanted to act on the kick. Like, I'm gonna be like back on full throttle videos for the week. Mm-hmm. Couple more camera tests, couple, couple more handsets coming in, reviews to be done, mm-hmm. and, and that should help push us over that 3k threshold. So I can give something back because this year has just been not only it's it's been like a challenging year, but at the same time it's been like one of the best years ever. So that goes two and two and i really want to give back to the supporters man it's like (laughs) without them hitting subscribe it it just it just wouldn't be motivated like right you know let's keep going let's keep going irrespective of what's going on but um yeah no that's that's been you know my side on lover of tech how is your side over in georgia treating you
0: Oh man, George is good. Like in in general, right? So I've been working at the TV. I've worked like sixteen days straight at this point. I think something like Bad. that. I have. Bad. I have not taken a break or much of a break <laughs> since getting here. Yeah. I should say. Uh, I it's, can imagine. Now I should mention it is mostly uh, my, my in my own uh, free will. So I've been, I've been coming in and you know d- doing all I can to help because. These yeah, three months are like the toughest three months for the T V station. So mm. you know, I'm I'm here to help out and you know I I I'm lucky in the sense that I'd spent a lot of time not doing much in England over the last month or so. Yeah. So of I course. really have that drive and hunger to do mm. um, so so that's what I've been doing mostly. And I am going to be working Monday and Tuesday, so the next two days, and then I'm actually got like the rest of a week off um, nice so it's nice, perfect timing yeah exactly uh my parents are coming over from georgia uh, uh sorry from england uh so okay. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be meeting them at the airport they're here for 10 days i will spend nice. about a week of that with them um, yeah so that, yeah. that'll be good you know we'll yeah. be together for christmas uh i don't know yeah. when they fly back but you know so so we'll be we'll be hanging out and it should be good but there's just so much happening over here. Luckily, they've been really nice. They gave me this really nice windshield, right? Yeah, that's their, a that's, a, a, that's a, a legit on one, it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's a legit these, one. These are actually from the UK, so uh, they got them custom made in the UK and then shipped over. Um, oh, nice! But yeah, I need, to,
1: I need to get one for mine as well. Now, now that you mentioned it, you
0: need like a you need your logo on it, right? Like, yeah that, yeah, that's yeah. A big deal. it helps that's a big thing right
1: yeah it helps because it's like you know when you go to like trade shows like we were at the mm-hmm. you know razor event and stuff it just it just helps it just helps like brand image and stuff so yeah, absolutely. no that's that's a good shout that's a good shout Looks and it's legit. one of those
0: things where it's <laughs> it, it it is cheap but it's perceived to be expensive if you know what i mean
1: but that's good that's good yeah, that's yeah, always no, but, the beauty yeah. in it, i think
0: right it gives you it, like Because the moment you see someone with their own microphone cover, like windshield, you tend to think, oh, my God, that must be like a very serious outfit. Yeah,
1: 100%, 100%, 100%. You you want that in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And
0: And the issue I had is I wanted a snappy tech kind of deal, right, with this. But I never found a design that looked quite right for me. Um Oh, okay, were, okay, okay, I get what you mean. We were thinking of having the blue with just the white logo, but the fact the yeah. logo square looks a bit off when you actually put yeah. it on one of these. So we had some like yeah we had some mock-ups made and they just never looked quite right for me. Um yeah. so we never ended up going with that. Um, and yeah. yeah, I don't know, I, I miss I definitely feel like I've missed out not being in England. You know, there are a couple of things that have happened and there are a couple of things coming up that I'm missing. Um the PC Gamer Weekender, for example, is in uh, on like the 18th of February, I okay. would say, off the top of my yeah. head. Um, yeah. And we've covered the first two years of that, but we won't be covering oh, this year. Okay.
1: Um... I've not, I've, I've, I've not oh, man, the PC gaming scene is like, ever since I've gotten so serious with the content creating for the channel, it's like, my mind is shut off and it's, it's something that is so annoying. I need to get back onto it, to be honest, because mm. I really want to start incorporating it onto the channel. Because oh, like fun man. fact, early early days of the channel, I used to do like PC performance reviews um, on how Ooh. it ran. So I've got a playlist for that, but I, I, it just it just naturally took a backseat because phone season literally just went ape. It just, yeah. This year, phone then, season has just been know, way too companies much.
0: companies announcing phones that we weren't expecting to announce phones. Cough cough. Exactly. razor, Cough cough. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like it just
1: just phones it felt like every other week someone was doing something with, a, with like a genuine phone release you know so it's like whoa you know so that really which is which is great on one hand because you've got coverage but then it's like it really takes a backseat on some of the stuff that you want to do so okay nice no, february february is going to be a pickup month as well
0: yes yeah no absolutely it it's as far as i'm concerned it's perfectly timed um Or it was, I should say. I'm now no longer in the country for it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) And it kind of saddens me because, you know, it was, it's what I used as like my determiner because it's the first live event we went and, or not the first live event, the first event we went and covered. Um, Yeah. So the first year we covered it, our equipment was horrible to be nice. Um, progression <laughs> and then yeah the second year our qu- our camera and our microphone and everything was completely different we, yeah. we turned up with like all new gear and you could tell like looking yeah. at an interview from the first pc gamer to the second there was a huge difference
1: huge difference yeah
0: and for yeah. me i use that as my like this is where snappy tech has come kind of deal um yeah so it's kind of sad 100%. to not have it's kind of sad to not have that as a point of reference but i guess we have this instead as we're live streaming in 4k
1: in 4k that's that's a bit that's a big deal honestly that's oh, that's man. a big deal and like i always you could, I always say you like
0: probably read the whiteboard behind me you can probably read 100 no
1: i'm being I'm be like, serious 100 percent. have a story what is that <laughs> you know you can see it mine is like the doctor's handwriting but you can you can see it visually clear
0: yeah <laughs> but it's, it's uh yeah
1: it's it's i I'll, I'll always say like those are there's there's always two elements man like i've just been obsessing over audio mm-hmm. and lighting you know not that video not that visual quality doesn't matter but you just don't realize how many people don't tolerate bad audio and bad lighting compared to like image quality you know you know what and, i will
0: say and i'm gonna use my whiteboard now to portray my point are you ready for this yeah, We're going full visual What I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in on Mine, there we are Look, it's me I'm now going to use this whiteboard to demonstrate <laughs> I, I didn't see this coming So if you know what it this, already this says is, uh, This is an after school session now Right, right So we have, this is like I'm going to have to do this with my right hand So excuse the bad quality But if we have Like a line graph, right right here and then we have so if we have audio bad so this is like perception and then this is quality right yeah so you can have low quality video but it's perceived like quite highly yeah right or you can have ultra high quality video and it's perceived ultra high however if you have poor quality video uh poor quality audio it is perceived really badly oh, and if very you have, very bad and if you have ultra high quality audio it's perceived as about average yeah right so you have sort of that versus that. that so you can have you know you you can have average quality video but you need above average quality audio to kind of match that um, no, hundred percent. Because
1: one one thing you one thing you start learning with post production is there there is things even if you had let's just say 720p video quality, there's things in post that you can help fix that. So yeah. long as your lighting is good and everything is exposed properly, you can have sharpening. You can actually learn how to color correct a little bit. You can Learn how to look up tables, look up tables like LUTs to yeah. give like a different image, whether you want kind of like a warm, a colder, a filmic look, a more broadcast look. You can do things to kind of like compensate for the fact that your resolution is not maybe as crispy or your dynamic range from your camera is not as sharp or, you know, your low light performance is not good. But like lighting, and, and the reason why I'm saying, I'm saying it from experience here, I've shot like a whole video before And the audio was so terrible, but the video looked so good, I could not bring myself to use that audio one. And I could not bring myself to save the audio. It it was impossible to save it in post. Whereas I've had situations where maybe stuff has just been blown out visually, and I've been able to recover it in post. Maybe not fully, but it's like, is the end user really going to notice that the highlights or the exposure was so blown out where I couldn't recover it? no. You know, does it mean? Does it mean I shouldn't care about it next time? No, but it's so much more important to make sure to get the audio and the lighting right. You know, the set. So, no, nah, it's, it's it's that's that's a good shout.
0: <laughs> there we are. I didn't think I'd be drawing graphs on today's Snappy Tech podcast, but apparently I am. <laughs>
1: After school session with Snappy Tech.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no one wants that. Let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely um. And, you know, uh, and our, our setup reflects that. We have four different microphones for the Snappy Tech YouTube channel. Yeah. Not because yeah. any one yeah. of them is individually not good. It's just that they all have different strengths, right? We have Situational uh, strengths. Exactly. We have a lav mic for if it's just me. We have a shotgun mic if it's, a, you know, a small group in a confined space. We yeah. have an re- a interview mic for, for example, the PC gamer Weekender um so we have different microphones for different situations and that's what you need uh, whereas a camera is you know you buy one and more or less it will be good enough in almost any situation Uh, it
1: will and the thing is it's just like it's the lenses that make the difference once you start investing and even Mm -hmm. even me like i'm even surprised people's responses to the vlog yesterday was so positive because I, I just didn't know what to expect of it being it being it first time. But even to a certain a certain extent is like, I actually think using a compact wireless lavalier mic system with a dead cat is actually right. kind of like a better solution for vlogging. I know it's weird. It goes against the Casey Neistat recommendations and everyone else. But it's it's it weirdly enough works for me based on the fact that lavalier mic systems are always on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no matter where you move around, you know, because vlogging tends to be more of you in, it's more of you telling the story throughout the day, you know, and I don't know, I just, I just felt like that's actually, I've never seen anyone kind of recommend, actually, if you can get a a compact lav mic system and use it for vlogging, because funny enough, if anyone else was around me talking, i.e. branding yesterday, you could hear him perfectly fine, but with no Noise distortion because you just put a dead cat on, and yeah. you're good to go. You know, not to say shotgun mics are not useful. I mean, they they are the de facto standard because of cost to audio quality improvement. You know, right. I.e. something like a road video mic video micro. Yeah. You know, thing is like forty pounds, thirty pounds if you get lucky with pricing, and it's going to be miles and day better than an internal microphone. Period. Put a dead cat on it in any situation. There's not going to be any wind or distracting noise to actually muffle the sound, you know. But actually, just a small pro tip from a non-pro vlogger: actually try and see if a lavalier mic system might be better for vlogging. Who knows?
0: Just just give it. You never know, right? So it's always worth experimenting. Always. Never know. It's always worth giving it a go. Right. So I wanna I wanna hit you with a topic. I'm not. Have you had a chance to go over the show notes?
1: uh briefly briefly okay,
0: okay cool so i want to start off with where, where should we start is there anything that ties into <laughs> our conversation so far you know what there is because i feel like this is the kind of thing that'd be really useful for vlogging um yeah. so there's a company called i believe a company is called beam um, yeah so is that is that casey nice that's company no beam? no no. wrong beam i mean beam spelled b-e-a-m oh okay um, right right so Beam Authentic might be the name of a company, actually. Right. Um, no, the name. So the name of the company is Beam. Uh, they have a product called the Authentic. This is a AMOLED display uh, that is circular okay. and is like pin-sized, so that you oh, can, right. like, you know, you can wear it like a badge, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea is you pair it with your smartphone, and you can push mm. images to it, right? So okay. it can it can display whatever you want it to display. So mm. you can have, you know, if you're have if a kind if of you have, really political useful. association, you can have it for yeah. that. You can have it for charities. You can have it. And I, I tweeted them a couple of days ago and I tweeted okay. them, but I, I really wanted to get one. However, they cost $99 and, you, you know, and I'm also not in the U.S., which is also an exactly issue, right yeah but I was, you know I, I did that kind of sarcastic like hey guys hit me up and i'll do a review kind of deal <laughs> right drop it um, in but you know it has a 400 by 400 amoled display so it's it's you know it's it's a legit device yeah but, definitely uh, but you know and but when i tweeted them, i was like this is perfect for memes on the go you just you just yeah. load up you load up some memes on your badge and you're good to go <laughs> Right, I, I just it's, walk it's, around it's with tech logo on it.
1: And the thing is, it's like vi- visual, visual, visual captures and visual diaries are just becoming such a thing. You know, that is literally like, wow, yeah, yeah. interesting. But you know, interesting. It, did it, they reply
0: to you? They did. Yeah, they were like memes on the go. <laughs> that sounds great, like that kind of deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine myself like just getting like the weirdest of things installed like to put onto it. And it has it mm. is worth mentioning. It has a twenty-four hour battery life. So oh, wow you can, you that's, can... if it's
1: pin size definitely. I mean that's that's it's,
0: that's, it's, that's actually it's not quite pin good. size, it's like badge sized. So even
1: it's... still if you think about just like space for capacity for, you know
0: Yeah, it's it's um let me see if I can pull up the dimensions here. Mm. Uh let me So if you go to beamauthentic.com, you'll see the device. Um, I will shoot it over to you in a tweet as well, just in case. Um, But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at it and let me actually, what I will do is this. Oh, hang on, I forgot to make, so all of our assets are still in 1080p. Uh, So I've just gone to display the screen and it's like in one corner. okay i've
1: I've seen it now so um oh right i just got like a black bezel
0: yeah so you can get it in black or white okay um let me
1: that is actually kind of awesome you know
0: yeah it's it's um it's interesting there we are so it's interesting and it's the kind of thing that you know again i see myself wearing providing i have like a hundred dollars to blow on on it
1: right? <laughs> on a fancy badge, effectively. Right? But yeah. still. Like still. I, I don't
0: see myself using it for anything for any like genuine uses. I'd I'd yeah, I'd, I'd use it like for fun. Right? It it wouldn't yeah. be something I use with a proper like reasonable intention.
1: It's it's kinda like the equivalent of an emoji.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine having an emoji on it? <gasps> you like sync it up with music and as you go you just have it playing. <laughs> that's what it needs you need to be able to use it as like an eq
1: it's it's literally the equivalent of an emoji is kind of like the technology behind it it's 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 actually quite awesome for a first generation (laughs) thing but it's the usefulness is like not there you know if i if i consider like with my iphone 10 that i have how how often have i used an emoji I've had to intentionally to do it because my wife is like, oh, can you send an emoji to the kids? Because the kids actually like a laughing or talking monkey of dad. Right. Or a talking, talking pig of dad. It makes them laugh and miss you more. That's yeah. been the only time. Any other time it's just like, I don't even think twice about using it. So I get I get what you mean. It's cool, even just by first look, like that, that's actually kind of cool. But useful intentions questionable
0: <laughs> and a hundred dollars right i feel like that yeah i'm, I'm that's sure different. you know I'm, I'm sure it's roughly you know it, they're not being extortionate with the pricing it's just you know i'm gonna wait for it to be on sale That
1: that's one of the things, you know, you kind of have a suspicion of, you know, maybe Samsung charging them more for them. You have to de facto think that, yeah, those OLED panels are from Samsung and they're literally kind of like charging people a lot more for them to like get things sourced out. (laughs) So that might have a reason to do with it. I'm not saying Samsung do. I don't have any evidence, but it's kind of like the de facto knowledge of any mobile-based OLED panel kind of comes from them. No one else at the minute, you know, so...
0: And I think it says AMOLED on there. So AMOLED is a Samsung technology, so it can't be anywhere yeah. else. Um, yeah, it can't be. It can't so be. it is a it Samsung display, which I guess is better yeah. than having an an, uh, a, <laughs> a, LG. <laughs> an LG one. Yeah.
1: Poor guys. <laughs> Honestly, poor guys. But we'll should... see, maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe Google and Apple invested so much money into that part of their display division on the mobile front might change things next year because that's the hope, one, right? One, that's the hope because Apple, Apple, when it comes to QC control, like quality control, they are they are proper stickler on it. They are proper mm-hmm. stickler on it, and I I still firmly believe that wow. obviously the best best you know display experience is still the Note Eight slash the S Eight Plus, but that out of the box experience on the iPhone 10 I'm I'm actually minus the notch which I still haven't gotten used to right it's it's actually it's actually very good it's a it's a weird sweet spot it's not it's not the OLED or AMOLED screen that you kind of expect to see where it's very punchy but it's nowhere near as like dull as the iPhone 8 plus when i had it you know it's kind of it sits in the middle you can right. visually tell it sits in the middle somewhere you know but um yeah, it's 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 out of the box is good, but it's just, you know, a lot of stuff has been said, oh, it's, it's got the best display, you know, ever because of this, because of that. I'm like, mm, no, not really. The overall experience is is lacking in some things because of, like, a cynical design choice. And you just have to consider, like, if you go into the display settings, no third-party app needed with the Samsung displays. You can literally change any of the profiles that you want, you know, so... Right.
0: And, that, yeah. and that's the big thing for me like i like i also love how it has a specific mode for whilst you're playing video so if oh, you open I love video enhancer right so if you open it in you know if you open up youtube it instantly runs video enhancer and it looks gorgeous heaven um,
1: heavenly. like it's it's that that kind of thing you know because I, I tweeted out on one of the guys that um stephen potter he's another um youtuber as well um And he was like, oh, I'll pick the Apple display, you know, any day because of calibration. And I was like, I'm using both of these phones and calibration only tells half of the story. You know, if we're talking about the complete display experience, not just because it's it's an out-of-the-box, better calibrated display. If it's calibration that you want, go into the display settings. No third-party apps needed. Literally just change the profile into basic. And that will give you the most color-accurate display on any phone, even more color-accurate than Apple's one. <laughs> so then yeah, where is the argument?
0: That's, that's the issue that Google had as well, right? Because they, they, they were saying with their Pixel 2 devices, their their argument was, you know, we just haven't S-RGB. made up. Yeah, and they were saying that their displays were just not as oversaturated as everyone else's. And th- there's, there's like some level of truth to that, but it doesn't quite equate for the entire difference, Right. Oh um, yeah, but, but it is worth mentioning that, you know, all of these companies and especially Samsung, like when, especially when you like take a picture, they, they go for the, for the TV shop effect, right? Where yeah. they have it yeah. intentionally oversaturated. So it is as punchy as possible. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it, it it's, a, it is a matter of going into the settings and changing display style to basic, but that little bit of punchiness is what most people are looking for. And therefore, exactly,
1: exactly. 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 And, I, and I totally agree. And there'll be times where um, people will leave certain comments on, um, you know, the camera tests that I do and stuff. They're like, oh, you know, uh, people will be complaining about saturated stuff. And I say, that's other people, but that's not me. Like, at the end of the day, I'll probably state that maybe this for more accurate, more natural, neutral look. But the personal preference is really down to what the person wants. And the honest truth, whether people like to admit it based on, and I'm not downplaying the importance of color accuracy and making things look as it should. But the honest truth, subconsciously, maybe not consciously, people just love stuff that are much more visually pleasing. And that's what made me fell in love with AMOLED panels back in the S2 days, yeah. you see. But obviously, the problem with AMOLED panels then were just the fact that there was no option to have any form of color accuracy. One, the pixel arrangements were all pentile-based rather than maybe sRGB or diamond pentile. And the brightness was shockingly bad. (laughs) Like, really, really bad. It was non-existent, you see. And it was only from the S6 is when they actually managed to fix the brightness issue. You see, so... It's 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 you're right in what you're saying. Really, it's all about having subconsciously the more visually pleasing look because more people actually gravitate to that more, and that's just smart marketing in 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 one respect. You know, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Uh, we'll we'll see if the investment that has gone into LG will make a difference in that division because I Samsung really right now. I really hope. I, that... I I hope so too. I hope so too, hundred percent.
0: Because for me, 100%. that was the biggest flaw in the LG V30. That and the camera software. Because the camera hardware is great. If yeah. you if you sideload the Minus Google the camera.
1: camera.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. But if you sideload the Google camera APK application, yeah. it looks like the rear cameras look. Gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah. Whereas yeah. in the default software, they look horrible. Like they're compressed to all hell. They have basically zero dynamic range. Yeah, H- yeah, HDR plus is basically like witchcraft, right? Yeah, that yeah. looks this, crazy. This, this is this is
1: what I'm saying. Like I, I've got to give them props, man. Like of all the things I don't agree or like about what they did with the whole Pixel two and the Pixel two Excel launch. When it comes to like software based, you know, image image processing, like wow, <laughs> wow, it's not perfect. I mean, there's there's times where it over sharpens a lot, but yeah, I, I thought about it and I said I, I kind of prefers, I kind of prefer the fact that it over sharpens a bit because you can dial it down. You know, you can't make a soft image sharper if you wanted to. It it, it looks more artificial. Yeah. Whereas you can like. It, there's there's that personal preference thing again right so it's really down to how you want your stuff to look but i kind of i kind of like just where they went with it so i mean with 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 i the the very short time that i saw the v30 i didn't notice nowhere near as much as of a quality control issue as i saw with the pixel 2xl the pixel 2xl was instantaneously bad Mm -hmm instantaneously bad where I'm just saying me, based on how I use my phone and how I hold my phone, I don't actually always hold my phone dead straight. You know, I right. thought about it, but I actually don't. There's a lot of times where I'm holding my phone at an 85 degree angle, especially when I'm walking. I, I, I just noticed that that's actually what I do. It's, I don't know, it's just a natural way of how I use my phone. Yeah. And when I first heard the what when, when I first held the Pixel 2 XL, I, I, the blue shift was too much. And I'm just speaking for me, the blue shift was way too, much. in my opinion, I felt like they'd messed up, you know, so we'll see next year if they can get their act together or they might just cave in and say, look, we'll just go back to Samsung to use for both displays like we did with the original Pixel. So.
0: And the interesting thing is they've brought in HTC now, so we'll have to see how that factors into it. Um,
1: yeah i completely it will be, forgot about that
0: it'll be interesting because now they're doing it completely in-house right so yeah we'll yeah how yeah, that, yeah how that works what i do want to oh, say yeah. real, real quick is um as an example as how over sharpness can look a bit weird uh let me do that thing again where i make myself full screen so you can only see me now if you're watching a podcast yeah. this is on average uh sharpening so sharpness is currently set to 128 this is a range of zero to 255 because, you know, maths. Um, so this is at 128, the, the middle number. If I turn it all the way up, you can see that it just looks really weird. This is technically yeah. the sharpest photo. It, like, yeah. accentuates everything. And all everything. of a sudden, I look like a billion years older. And if I yeah, turn it all true. the way down, uh, let me just... oh, It helps if I can click the thing. And now it looks soft, right? It looks... Yeah it makes me look my youngest my skin is completely clear yeah. because there's yeah. no definition in it whatsoever and yeah. so th- there is you know some level of oversharpness might be great if you want the detail but you go too yeah. high and you end up with whatever the hell this look is so it's you true. want that middle that middle ground that middle ground you
1: know so i think they what google did with theirs is they kind of went past the middle ground it's kind of like they went 75% the way Mm-hmm. They didn't go all the way to the max where it looks super artificial, but it's you can tell that they're sharpening, but like they've made it work with the color profile, you know, so to me visually, I was like that's actually more pleasing to me, but personal preference might actually go this way based on certain things you know but uh, yeah it's that that's such that's such a good point, that's such a good point, you know, and w- it just it just shows the google a p k the difference it makes because it, it, it seems like it's been the de facto standard for phones that don't have good camera hardware and software, i.e. Razer phone, essential phone. <laughs> right. Those are two other phones as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it's a big soft, it, it's, it's the essential phone as well. Not, you know, not to the same extent um, as, as the Razer phone, I think, because the Razer phone, they, they very much stated their main focus wasn't the camera. Um, yeah you know, I agree. Using the using the default Google Camera APK is a massive improvement and it's crazy to Neither. see how big the difference is exclusively software based. I do yeah. want to take a second to say that we actually have our first ever 4K stream. So someone oh, someone yeah. is genuinely streaming this in 4K as we speak. <laughs> so if yeah. you are streaming this in 4K right now, first of all, congratulations and second of all, thank <laughs> you. Because you, you are now the, you, you have the reason I'm going to justify this for the rest of the, however long we do this for. <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. Bandwidth heaven. All bandwidth of that. Heaven. All of that bandwidth. Um, and amazingly, we've only dropped a hundred seventeen frames like during this whole show so far, which is point two percent. Which means at some point there was like a light hiccup. I'm okay with yeah. that you know we can there's... we
1: can live with that as a as yeah. a first 4k stream we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing well
0: we can we can deal with like two seconds worth of a hiccup
1: um <laughs> you know but, over the um...
0: course of 40 minutes or however long we've been live for 35 minutes that's fine that's fine <clears> but it's, it's
1: it's 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 a good it's a good point in state because i i i pretty much corded that like, especially the razor phone, I, I kind of knew the camera wasn't going to be good from the get go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I knew it. When I, I, I remember on the show floor when I was questioning the guys, they were like, oh, wow, you're actually asking in depth stuff. You know, we'll get a camera specialist for you to come. And speaking to them, and I kind of noticed stuff when Ming Lang Tang was talking about the camera, I was like, he didn't mention OIS, there's no mention of the pixel size, there's, you know, so. It, I just, I just knew, I just knew certain things as a staple just wasn't gonna work out, and it's almost kind of like they fell into this trap that OnePlus did with because dual cameras are the trend. We're gonna go with it, even though it hasn't been implemented properly. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only, the only, the only thing I give OnePlus credit for is like, in in daylight shots, the OnePlus five actually, OnePlus five T actually kind of holds its own you know, when I was pitching it against the Note 8 in the camera test, it, it, it you couldn't really tell much of a difference between the two. And by some witchcraft, I actually, until I do one more test with the One 5T, I can almost, for certain say, in normal viewing mode, where you haven't zoomed in times two, right. in daylight, it probably has the best stabilization in any video mode, even against the Google Pixel 2, right. which... It's phenomenal for a phone that doesn't have OIS,
0: mm.
1: you know. And that's, so, the,
0: uh, and that's the crazy thing, right? EIS has gotten so good, even at even but, at 4K.
1: Yeah, by 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 is standard, I, I'm, and even Google's, even Google's, but it's just OnePlus has taken it that step further where I'm like, wow, it's impressive. But yet, where I still stand by the fact that nothing beats a good quality OIS module, which is where I feel like if you can't implement that into a camera, don't do a dual camera system. You know, this is why I kind of give credit to HTC because I think like they personally knew that we were not ready to do a dual camera system because if we do it, we're following trend and we will either drop our DxO mark or we will just lose the camera quality that we want. And I respect that so much more because OIS helps with definitely low light, long exposure and just steadiness that EIS just can't fix in certain situations, you know? So I'm there thinking, if you guys have invested so much into your EIS software being pretty much what I can firmly say is probably the best on the market, how much better would it have been if you actually made a single camera lens system? Then I would have preferred you guys to actually have put OIS in a front-facing camera like HCC did with the HTC 10 and then mm-hmm. implemented the same EIS technology for both the front and array facing camera, that would have been like a true flagship killer. I'm being serious, you know? And I just felt like it was kind of like two steps forward, one step back, and sometimes one and a half step back because of trend, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting, definitely, no doubt.
0: So I have a question for you because the, the last time we spoke was just after the Razer event right but yeah and you know we were, we were both very much in the thought process of OnePlus have some ground to cover right they they, ha- they have to they have to really pick it up and we yeah. were both we were both unsure on whether or not the OnePlus 5T would do that knowing what we know now and with the 5T being announced and available what is your, wh- where do you stand now?
1: I still stand in the same place. The reason why I say that is because their business model is what made me fall out of love with Sony. Mm-hmm. You see, I still stand there. The, 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 the only thing that has been their saving grace is in UK, and I'm just speaking for UK, a starting price of 449 compared to the Razer phone at 699, it still majorly undercuts the Razer phone. right? And it still holds the crown as the fastest, most usable day-to-day phone in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was confirmed when I watched a speed test between that, the Razer phone, and the iPhone ten on Phone PhoneBus channel. right? So again, I'm not affiliated I, with the I watch
0: those all the time, and I'm just like... All the time. I, I just, all the time. I've never wanted, like... Because, you know, the iPhones always get the highest benchmark tests. Yeah, synthetics and, are... Right. You so know. And up until a certain point, right, the synthetics become useless at, at, yeah. a, at a certain point. Um, yeah. So, and the, those real-world tests are the only proper way of knowing... Proper way of knowing, yeah. ...how fast yeah. the device is. And yeah. Sure, the animations are buttery smooth on the Razor phone, but if they're animating to a white screen, like, there's no point in yeah. having them.
1: There's no point yeah and and this is where this is where like i give i give OnePlus credit for because they've been able to increase that usable like you know the usable speed and power more now to the point where it solidifies i mean if we're looking at synthetics honestly even with the announcement of the snapdragon 845 apple are so far ahead when it comes to system on a chip power like i don't know when the android space is going to catch them and that's just that's just you know me just being honest, it's not fanboying to them. Yeah, no, but absolutely. Generally, generally speaking, they are so far ahead. I don't know when Android is going to catch them with their system on the chips. You know, with, with the main benefit with Android is because Qualcomm will maybe support much better modems when it comes to like more reliable connectivity, which Apple's in conflict with Qualcomm about as well. You'll probably get better connectivity on the Android side when it comes to like, you know, LTE speeds, theoretically. Mm-hmm. And more consistently. But in terms of just raw performance. Apple's just far ahead. But the mistake Apple did. And I've noticed it with the iPhone X. When I've used it with the iPhone 8 Plus as well. That they made the mistake in not calculating. How much more of a resource hog. iOS 11 was going to be. Because it having 3 gigabytes of RAM. Just doesn't work. And this is me talking about. Actually noticing. App reloads. Which right. is which to me is the weirdest experience it's not a deal breaker it's not the end of the world right but i'm saying it's like
0: it's quality you know
1: yeah you you just notice it and that's what i mean it's like at that level and at that price and at that competition you notice those little things now and ios was never the device that you went to where you experienced any form of ram issues any form of ram management issues you know and that it looks like even after all the software updates, it just hasn't been fixed. So that is just a miscalculation from Apple's point where they should have literally matched it with four gigabytes of RAM, just like they did with the iPad Pro 10.5. Right. You know, because for whatever reason, the difference in resource management from iOS 10 to iOS 11 has been big enough where literally, you know, phones like the Note 8 have literally been running rings around the iPhone 10 when it comes to speed tests, like real world ones. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to like one 5T without digressing too much, my feelings haven't changed. It hasn't changed. I still think it's risky having this business model of not releasing a different product line, like maybe the Note series or the V series, but it's a genuine replacement and it's a genuine upgrade. You know, great. The sales figures don't reflect my worry and it's pretty much been their most successful phone to date, which is awesome, you know, and I've I said it before, like, I may not be excited for the business model, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it's it's still probably one of the most relevant phones to purchase based on a value point to performance and battery optimization and speed. If you were smart enough not to buy a OnePlus 5, and if you were smart enough to buy a OnePlus 5, sell it quickly and get a good price on it. Easy. That's That's when it's still okay, but I know for me where I fell out of love with Sony was if I didn't get the phone straight away, and even if I did get the newest phone straight away, in four to five months, the whole phone was obsolete. And it was obsolete to the point where it's not because they said, oh, we're still selling it while stock lasts at a reduced price. So get it while stocks are there. And then once it's gone, it's gone. It's literally like, we're not going to make the phone anymore. We're not going to support it anymore. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, so- and what, what about... So, what if they had released the OnePlus X two? Because I think that's something people were, you know, when the OnePlus X came out, people really liked it.
1: I liked it, and then you know, they never updated, updated it. it. This, this is my point. This is exactly my point based on this kind of like this business model where they, they are, they. It's like they're rushing. They're rushing, and I mean, I, I get the whole argument of what, like, you know, Carl Pei said about. It's kind of like similar to a software update where if you know you've got the hardware to do it, then why not do it and upgrade the phone so that the consumer gets the best phone possible and we keep it at the same price. I like the keeping at the same price thing, but then on the flip side as well, you're basically telling people, like like I said before, you know that true flagship killer that we said that we brought out, that wasn't really it. You know, This is what it should have been. So I almost feel like I would have rather have waited a little bit, especially the fact that you brought up the 3T. Yeah. To
0: wait maybe a month. the 3T has that issue more than the 5T does. Exactly. Because the the 5 to 5T jump is definitely larger.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree with that. But then in my mind, I'm thinking in terms of R&D or the lack thereof of Mm R&D and just manufacturing time. Them waiting an extra two and a half months or three months, then releasing the 5T in that 18 by 9 ratio design. I think that would have just been a better way to do it, you know, than to rush, bring out the 5, and then literally be like, oh, actually, really, what we wanted to do was this one. This is the 5T. Yeah. That doesn't stick me. It's not questionable whether they're going to do the same thing next year, but this is the problem now because then now when you're going to buy a a OnePlus OnePlus 6 when it comes out, are you going to be confident enough to buy it knowing that's going to be the real phone to have for the year or going to be like, I'll wait for the 6T, but then let's just say if the 6T doesn't come out because they decided we're not going to do that anymore, then the OnePlus 6 is now too old against all the other phones that are coming out. Yeah, you know, so it leaves people hanging in a weird balance, you know. So I still, the honest truth is, I still recommend the One Plus Five T. I do, but only if you were smart enough not to purchase the five, or you right. were smart enough to sell the five quickly enough. Because even against how well priced the Razor phone is, which, like we discussed before, that's the main competition for it. I still think it undercuts it that much more. What does my math serve me if I'm Correct.
0: it. By sorry, you, starting you broke price. Up. Can, 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 yeah, can you no, hear I'll me? Say it again. You, you broke up for a second.
1: Yeah, what I was saying is, it the the One Plus Five T starting price undercuts the Razor Phone by two hundred and fifty pounds, I think. Uh,
0: yes, the One Plus Five T starts at five hundred.
1: That's that's a ridiculous amount of money.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's a ridiculous. Oh, amount sorry, of money. no, it starts at four fifteen still... in the UK. Sorry, I'm looking at with dollar. Yeah, four fifteen so it's
1: yeah, so it's mm-hmm. it's £250, right? If we're looking at UK. Sorry, £250 is still a considerable amount of money, even though I still feel like the Razer phone is priced really well. And what, Because the
0: 5T... What I will say is the OnePlus... Oh, this is a 5T. Ignore, ignore me. Hang on. I'm trying to find... <laughs> so I'm currently on eBay right now. Um, okay. Here it is. The OnePlus 5 used is currently on eBay um and it just sold for 350 pounds awesome so if you can yeah, and, and you know that was just oh sorry 375 pounds and that was Still right relevant. now you stick Still 75 pounds on top of that and you've got a 1 plus 5t right that's a yeah. 75 pound upgrade for yeah. a 1 year old device or a 6 month yep. old device Six which months. is which is great right
1: yeah it's it's it, it, and that that to me is what's been one plus saving grace that their direct competition being raised they have still undercut them massively
0: mm-hmm. and, it, and
1: it's fast. and it has the better battery optimization and it has the better charging rate even though it's a half proprietary technology that data you know, is
0: USB-C. crazy
1: fast it's, it's it's awesome it is honestly. crazy fast it's been so far almost the best replacement to replacement batteries Mm-hmm. You know, that was yeah it rhymed it was intentional but yeah it's been like you know the it's been one of the best replacements to replacement batteries you know like now they've even been able to improve it enough where i saw i think it was supersaf that did it but it literally went from zero to 100 percent in an hour and 16 minutes
0: bloody hell an and, hour and, and 16 and, minutes and that's getting to like 60 percent within half an hour like 60 70 percent right because yeah, that last bit 100%. That takes time so yeah, and th-
1: that last 15 minutes is not important like the most important part of fast charging in any way it's just the hour mm-hmm. that first hour and that first hour it goes from 0 to 95%. So mentally in my mind that's the full battery in an hour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know so that's what makes it relevant but my stance is still on it's the it's the phone I'm least excited about that I would still recommend.
0: Right. yeah i i I definitely share that sentiment there it's 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 not a company that excites me but it's a company that makes good phones for the money yeah for the money it it is probably the best value for money phone you can buy right now
1: still is whereas we can both agree that the company that has left the biggest impression this year in terms of phone release is definitely razor that does not go away like when Again, not affiliated with Lou from Unbox Therapy. When someone like him has literally endorsed the phone to that level, it says a lot. And I don't see him endorse many products on that level, yeah. irrespective of whether it's a phone or anything. But the guy, he, and he says it in a humble tip like he's privileged enough to be able to use so many devices where it's hard for any phone to leave an impression. But yeah. yeah that one did even with its imperfections it still left a very very big impression you know and
0: he spent so, that week like he he talked about it in every video he released for like a week
1: every single video without phil without phil and you, you he doesn't need to be paid by razor to do that I, i'm sure yeah. of it he doesn't need that endorsement right if anything so gone to that then of, of every single video, he did scientific tests to prove how good the camera, how good so not the camera, how good the speakers were. And mm-hmm. it, it, it to him, it's like, irrespective of the fact that it doesn't have a headphone jack, it doesn't have wireless charging, the camera is pretty much kind of deadbeat to be honest compared to the competition against even against the five T. Something draws him back, and this is why this is why I tell people like, whatever their focus was in terms of what razer wanted to do they owned it it's yeah. like they owned what they wanted to do you know so that's where i i, I left with like a very very good impression so yeah 100 percent, 100 percent agree
0: for me the one thing that kept me away from the razer phone you know and i think i'm i'm unique in the sense that i use the cameras more than most people yeah because yeah. i spend every day on a on this little-known company called Snapchat, <laughs> right? So you you may know, <laughs> you know, the moment I spend 130 quid on my sunglasses, but I'm serious. Let's Oh, uh, so hey, do look, the same. I would I'm, I'm live podcasting <laughs> with my spectacles. <laughs> I can see, I can see, like the circle on the uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is so cool. Uh, you I know, would, I would, so do that.
0: I would so do that because. Because I spend so much time on Snapchat, as evidenced by these by, by these yeah. puppies, I, yeah. I just couldn't do the whole subpar camera deal. It, oh yeah, no, that's that's and, that's And fair. that was the thing that kept me away. Like outside I love the speakers on those things. Oh. I wish we could get those speakers on the Samsung Galaxy S nine. Uh, those those speakers are life. When I say they're like like the best way I tell people is it's literally
1: like having a built-in Bluetooth speaker into your phone. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's it's not the fact that dual speakers haven't been done before they have, but that's what I mean about it. They owned it. They pretty much went from, we know it's been done before, but we're just going to own it and make it the best ever period. Yeah. Where the minute you hear them, the speakers I've ever heard in my life you know without even any scientific proof you would just notice it and that's that's what i mean it's like those things leave an impression and i'm a loudspeaker person right i'm a big fan of loudspeakers because i don't really like if i'm if i'm picking my phone calls it's either going to be with earphones in or on a loudspeaker because i i'm just weird where that strain of again first world problem of holding my phone to my ear I, I, it's strenuous for me i know it's weird but it really is you know so stuff like that just left it left an impression But, yeah, again, ever since I've started to now maybe do a lot more camera tests where it's become part of the channel and people love it and I'm enjoying it because I'm learning more about how different cameras behave. Whereas it wasn't much of a deal breaker before, it it has become more of a deal breaker now with the Razer phone. I have to admit, it wasn't the case because I always felt, and I do feel that way, that because more than 90% of the time, my phone interaction is with the display. If that display is a deal breaker, i.e. the Pixel 2 XL, I will be automatically deterred from using the phone overall, irrespective of how good the camera is. Yeah, That balance has shifted a lot more than the display for me. But yeah, I do agree with the fact that if you're using the camera as your main daily interaction, yeah, you, you can't... Don't even go to the razor phone. Not worth it. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And then there's also the fact that the Snapchat app is just uh, horrible. Terrible. It's so bad. Terrible. They, you terrible. know, this, uh, uh, I forgot my CEO's name. Uh, wait, hang on, Jack. No, Evan Spiegel. Yeah, Evan Spiegel. He came out yeah. and said, you know, they they had to they had to straight up apologize for how bad it is. On... Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was just bad. It, it,
1: it, 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 it was it was non it was non excusable at it, all. It's like, a slapdash, to
0: thrown together application that is just bad. Yeah. Like there's no yeah. other word for it. It it's yeah. just bad. Um, yeah. And we're lucky in the sense that, you know, he said they're they're going to be rebuilding the app from scratch because Has it to doesn't be done. because it doesn't even use the camera. It takes a exactly. screenshot of the camera output, which exactly. is crazy to me. <laughs>
1: And this is why I have to tell people is like I have to I have to remind people like they've had to take ownership because it's not got anything to do with Android phones. And I said, when you say Android phones, you've generalized like maybe your experience with maybe a mid range phone that hasn't got a good camera. But the problem is the devs themselves have taken ownership of the fact that they've just not made a good app period <laughs>
0: right and, and, know, that was, and that's definitely the issue here because you you know I, I took i take the exact same in picture on like the instagram app and it looks perfectly fine and Legit. i saw a i think it was mashable i'm not sure um it might have been mashable but there was a company mm-hmm. that was talking about how the snap how Snapchat looked bad on Android and why it looked bad on Android, and they were like, "Oh, it's because it takes a screenshot of the the camera because there are so many different Android phones." And I was just like, "No, there's there's a literal API for this built into Android. This is exactly it covers like ninety five percent of all mobile phones. It's just shitty exactly. app making.
1: It's a period." And I and I said this to people right that when WhatsApp pretty much kind of copied Snapchat with the stories, WhatsApp's video quality and picture quality through its stories and statuses that you can do, which is pretty much the same as Snapchat, was so much better on Android compared to iOS. And I was like, how have WhatsApp been able to get this right, but Snap haven't been able to get this right, but yet WhatsApp have pretty much copied Snap's platform And just incorporated it into a status format. Yeah, (laughs) you know, so it's that's just literally like the biggest cop out. It's so not true, you know. So,
0: yeah. Oh, I found it. Sorry, my bad. It was Business Insider.
1: Oh, Business Insider, cool. Uh Cool. So, and 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 you're right in that respect. Coupled with a bad Snapchat app and literally a bad camera in terms of hardware and software. Yeah, the, the Razer phone can be a deal breaker. It, it it generally can be a it can be a deal breaker. And and I mean again, not affiliated with him, but Marquez, you know MKBHD, he pretty much said that in his review where it's such a conflicting feeling because once you experience 120 hertz, once you experience the speed, once you experience the ultra powerful battery life, right? Once you experience those amazing speakers. It's actually this actually works for normal phones. This makes phones that much better, you know, because that's what you're using every single day. It's such a shame, like, because he's someone that naturally depends on the camera use every single day, it is a deal breaker, you know. So, that's fair, that's fair. If that's a you know, I can't for someone that is taking camera quality more of a priority now, I can't argue with that too much. I used to before. I used to, but I I kind of understand why that would be a deal breaker yeah.
0: So um, here is the transcript from this video. Android phones Uh often have similar or better cameras than iPhones, but on Snapchat, it's not even close. Mm -hmm. Decent start. (laughs) Snapchats from Androids are much worse than from iPhones. That's because it's way easier to develop an app for iPhone. Developers only have to consider a few Apple devices, but for Android, there are hundreds of different phones, all with different sized screens, running different versions of Android software. Snapchat found a way around developing too many th- different versions of their Android app. Instead of taking an actual photo with your actual camera, the app just takes a screen gap from your camera view. But it doesn't take that much effort to say, use the camera API. And I'm pretty sure you'd end up with still one version of the app, maybe two.
1: And 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 I I agree with your comment more. I I do agree with the whole fragmentation of Android in terms of app development. And I and I think more developers naturally gravitate to iOS. I don't know how the sandbox SDK works for their app development, but I, I think just naturally they make more money on iOS. They do. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just been it's just been proven. You know, I know developers that I've met during the years where it's like money talks to a certain extent. Money yeah, talks, no, the business platform works, how it integrates. They do Apple do well to make it easier for you to make apps and make more money off their platform. That's why naturally, even till this day, iOS still gets priority with certain apps and certain features compared to Android. But Android has caught up enough where there's no real difference anymore. One, there's no real need of an excuse not to be able to do that, especially when certain basic application program interfaces, certain APIs have been built there to take advantage of. And again, that's what I mean about how it's WhatsApp getting it right, and yet Snap is not getting it right when effectively WhatsApp have just copied what you do, Snap. <laughs>
0: What I want to say is that in Q1 of this year, Android reached over 85% in market share of devices. Over 85% of mobile phones are Android. And in this case, where Snapchat is a social media network where their money being made isn't through the application itself, but through the people using it, and therefore the advertisers, you can't afford to treat 85% of your users as second-class citizens.
1: Exactly, this is my point. This is my point when, effectively, platforms like Instagram Stories, Facebook Stories, WhatsApp Stories, have copied your platform and yet have not run into that issue. I've never, I'm being serious, I've never heard anyone using Instagram stories on Android, irrespective of what Android phone it is, unless the camera's like really, really deadbeat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: WhatsApp or Facebook that has ever complained, I've never seen any in-your-face blatant articles to say that these other apps on Android don't work anywhere near as good as iOS. No one. Yeah. That should be a big indication of literally like what's your excuse, snap. When effectively they've copied what you do first, <laughs> you know. So it is, it's it's it it's, it's 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 good they've taken ownership, but it's 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 ridiculous again, especially based on what you've just said about statistical priority. You can't treat your main priority as second class.
0: So I want to talk about um. Facebook because (laughs) it's it's an interesting news story because a Facebook exec came out this week and uh, just bashed Facebook they were like you know Facebook is terrible don't use it they're manipulating you to get what they want out of you right to get you to come back clicking more and all that jazz things that I feel like we all knew subconsciously but never really wanted to admit right
1: yeah fact fact i've had this discussion with my wife many many of times
0: so just today uh, or well actually yesterday uh just yesterday they came out and said we admit it passive consumption of facebook can make people quote feel worse do you know yeah. do you know what their solution was if using facebook makes you feel bad <laughs> It I, was, I don't even want to imagine. It was use Facebook more.
1: How? How? <laughs> that
0: how? That was literally their solution. If making fa- if using how? Facebook makes you feel bad, just use Facebook more.
1: <laughs> it, like Facebook, literally, I dub it like a catfish tunnel. Honestly, <laughs> it's 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 such it's such a catfish tunnel, and. It's so it's so good you brought this up because my wife emphasized this where it's like there was one, one moment where she had to physically stop herself and she was like, This is why I don't use I don't use Facebook. One, it consumes my time. Two, I end up seeing so much where I end up thinking, like, what am I doing with my life? But then actually, I remember these people that are watching, I know what their life is actually like, and it's not what they're portraying, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: you know. And it, and and it's like I kept telling her like there's a reason why I love Twitter more, because uh, th- in my opinion the only reason why you use tw- As I said the difference with Twitter is Twitter you kind of have to have a purpose to tweet. So yeah. like my personal Twitter I don't I don't use it that much because I never had a real reason to use it past when I left uni because uni was just a lot of fun to use it but it's like nowadays like the tech thing happening it makes it literally like the main place to interact you see and she's now like you know with her business going on she uses a lot more and she's realizing wow it's like it's so much it's not just cleaner but it's just it's just a better platform altogether. and yeah facebook is literally like the deceptive catfish platform it's it use it's, it's it more crazy yeah to use it more, that that's oh no no no, and I, I, I've seen I've seen documentaries on this, and I think the main documentaries I saw was around the whole fake news push mm-hmm. around you know the U.S. election campaign, and Face Facebook is under, in my opinion, I think it's under a lot of questionable scrutiny in terms of the validity you know the validity of how good or how beneficial the platform is. It's very powerful. It's it's a very powerful platform. It's a very powerful platform. Like, if you see how many social media platforms have come in new and old, gone and stayed, Facebook has kind of been like the de facto platform that is there, hasn't really been affected, good or bad. It's just, it's kind of like, it looks like the platform that will never go away just because of how it's been made yeah you know but at the same time that's it's quite it's quite dangerous you know the effect of it being good or bad
0: so part of <laughs> this this blog post is hilarious so if you go to the facebook newsroom which is newsroom.fb.com it's the top thing on there it's called hard questions is spending money on is spending money is spending time on social media bad for us um and as part of a the thing they've released like a bunch of breast best practices yeah and they have you know newsfeed quality but like we've made several changes to newsfeed to provide more opportunities for meaningful interaction and reduce passive consumption of low quality content um (laughs) snooze people tell us they want to say they want more say over what they say in the news what they see in the newsfeed decent start yeah today we launched snooze which gives people the option to hide the a page person or group for 30 days without having to permanently unfollow or unfriend them but (laughs) but why can't you we're going to end up in a situation where it's not going to be a matter of how many friends you have it's going to be a matter of how many unsnoozed friends you have right yeah that's the situation we end up in
1: It's 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 crazy in that respect. It's crazy, and I I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't I don't spend anywhere near as much time on Facebook compared to the other platforms, especially Twitter, because I'm I'm, in my opinion, like just where I've come to, I've not really become, favored to it, based on this reason. And it's great you brought up this topic because again, me and my wife discussed this, and it's. yeah 100% 100% i i think i think just with what happened with the whole fake news stuff and just how ads are manipulated on it and it, I, I i question the platform a lot more especially because of how powerful it is you know it's yeah. still a very powerful platform and that in itself makes it very very you know it's yeah 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 i, I I lean more if, if it's answer to answer the question of the topic, especially it being the main topic of this pod. I lean more towards Facebook. If I lean more towards a bad, obviously you can make the argument for any of the other platforms, Instagram, in terms of like maybe how people can reveal their their, their, their themselves in a in a in a non you know, provocative way or in a provocative way. It can promote that in certain sense. You can make that argument. You know, you can make the same argument for Twitter, i.e. when you see, you know, how people behave on Twitter in terms of just that freedom of speech being taken to a very, you know, major extent. You can make that argument, you know, you can for every single platform. But it's just, again, Facebook, I make that argument more for it based on, you know, what you've said about how... It can leave you feeling, yeah, kind of crap. Yeah, you know, which subconsciously is it's, it's a very dangerous it's a very dangerous thing to kind of put out, and for the exec to come out publicly and kind of like bash, he will probably he or she I'm not sure if it's a he, he or he. she, yeah, he he would he would have known the internal things. If he's kind of like been a little bit of a, a whistleblower, he would know the internal things that would have happened for such a model to have been created. Yeah, you know, so that's something to take into consideration based on that coming out as well.
0: So this, 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 the whole Facebook study came coincidentally just days after the Facebook executive came out saying, and I quote here: "The short-term dopamine-driven feedback loops that we have." created are destroying how society works. No civil discourse, no cooperation, or cooperation, I should say, misinformation, mistruth. Um, To which, in the blog post, uh, Mark Zuckerberg asked for for forgiveness and claimed his new mission was to, quote, bring the world closer together.
1: Okay. Okay right so
0: i'm gonna run at this point it's far away as far away from facebook as i can
1: makes me and you both if 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 yeah yeah, yeah. this this pretty much confirms confirms what like you know me and my wife were talking about from prior so mm-hmm. yeah just you know not to not to say don't use it and again like i said you can make the argument for all the other platforms but it's it's interesting how again facebook is the one that is under that scope (laughs) yeah you know no one really asks for kind of like more accessibility compared to like how we've all been screaming screaming for being able to edit tweets or being able to have more characters on on twitter you know in a positive manner it, it shows you know that kind of gray area of Facebook where you kind of have to take into consideration, you know, the dangers of it, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's coming from someone where I'm a, I'm a big fan of the power of social media, big fan of the power of social media, you know? So
0: yeah, Uh, that's
1: good to bring through.
0: What I want to say is what I want to point out at this point, I'm kind of plugging my own socials at this point. But if you go follow, <laughs> if you go to my Instagram, uh, or my Twitter, or my Facebook, right? Any of my public social medias, I put out some images this week, and I think you saw them. Uh, I was, yeah, I, I, was, so. I, I oh, took, the green screen shots, yeah, yeah, I took some pictures by a green screen, and I was like, "Do your worst, internet," <laughs> just to see what would happen. <laughs> so um, here, are, here are the shots. I'm now showing them to to the live stream. Uh, this is just on Instagram, and the reason that I'm showing this on Instagram is because there's a photo i want to show uh from a couple of months ago but you know these yeah, are pictures yeah. um and then if i look through these are some of the photoshops no one pointed out the wrist in the in the picture of me p- pointing at the christmas tree uh so it's it's actually the same picture as the one of me like pretending to be holding a gun i literally just like turned my wrist in photoshop and then like auto filled the gap and so if you if you look at it properly my wrist looks broken But no one's pointed it out. (laughs) Like, it looks like it's been snapped and just, like, you know, whatever. And then there's a picture of, like, my sister and then the Imagine Dragons tickets uh, because I'm going to the gig in February. Oh, okay. Um, And me just kind of – my sister, like, sent me the picture of the tickets and I sent my Photoshop picture back as, like, the reply of, like, oh, yes (laughs) – um, but the reason i 'm on Instagram is if I scroll down, you can see I did a whole like I did these uh, a series of pictures leading up to my birthday, which was really cool yeah. but when i first um, <laughs> when I first showed off my when I first rebooted my Instagram, I should say because my first picture is from february twenty sixth two thousand and fourteen, and then my next one was june 29th of this year. So you know this is the real <laughs> this is the real first picture on Instagram if we if we're being honest here and it's my so much yeah. more tattoo look I've got it I've got it on my arm there it is it's my <laughs> tattoo right and I um and on this I mentioned um that you know and again I'm quoting myself here I will still be using daily stories on my Snapchat brackets g underscore needs a. There's a snap code on the bottom of this live stream. Go follow me. Go do it right now. I'm waiting for you. I had a daily blog on that thing, do basically. It. But this is for the highlights. The, want, the things I want to be permanent. Now, that, that line really stuck with me. The fact that I said yeah. this was for the highlights. And so that was on, when was this? June 29th. Whilst in Georgia, later on in the year, on September 1st, I I'd I'd been having a rough day and I was on holiday, so it wasn't you know it wasn't a work related thing. It was just you know occasionally you have a bad day, right? It just it just happens. Yeah. And I'd been thinking about it, and I wrote this massive paragraph of a post, um, or multi paragraph post, I should say. It it took forever. However, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out in full, not because it's related to technology. But because we've been discussing the whole Facebook thing, and I feel like yeah, it's yeah. important to get this message out there, I'm now yeah. gonna I'm now gonna read this word for word, and I apologize if you don't care. Um, if you're watching this live, <laughs> skip forward like literally 30 seconds. Sorry, if you're not watching this live, I should say. If you're watching this live, it's 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 good for you, trust me. So this is this is me quoting myself. I said, you know, I was thinking about what I said in my first proper Instagram post, and I realised it was irresponsible. I stated that Instagram was for my highlights, like that's all life is, a list of events going from one peak to the next. The truth is, life is much bumpier than that. Sure, there are high points, but there are low points. The difference is, we all have social media now. We're all competing to show off how great our life is, by showing off that cute selfie you took at a party, or how you went out on a date with that perfect person completely ignoring the fact that you threw up at the party and then was hungover for the entire next day, or the argument you had with your partner just a few hours before you went out. Social media has become a bubble, which makes you feel worse when you're bad because we all stand here and show up how perfect our lives are, and then tell you that you're wrong for feeling sad for even a second. We're told that other people have bad days. And you know what? Just because it's true, doesn't mean I can't have a bad day too. Or a bad week. People say that you can't be happy all of the time because without pain, you couldn't appreciate the lack of it. However, I'm not happy because of the pain. I'm happy regardless of the pain. So I decided that I'm not going to act like everything is perfect all of the time. The truth is I've had a pretty shitty day. I couldn't tell you why I felt like shit. I just did. I'm on holiday in my favourite place on Earth, however, the fact is, you can never hide from your demon for too long. I implore you to do the same, not because it's easy, but because it's the right thing to do. If you're having a rough day, talk about it. There isn't always a reason, and there isn't always someone to blame. But talking about it will at least raise awareness, and people will know that when they feel shitty, they shouldn't feel alone. i wrote that at like not 3 a.m <laughs> <laughs> i just want to point Deep that out moment, if Deep you, talks if, moment. <laughs> like if, if snapchat doesn't uh, sorry not snapchat instagram doesn't show you the time something was posted yeah it doesn't But i, yeah, I was literally writing that at 3 a.m like because <laughs> i couldn't sleep like i'd have i'd had yeah. like a pretty difficult day and then you know i couldn't sleep that night and i was like i can't not talk about this so i wrote that post no
1: it's it's it's, it's 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 so ah uh, it's it's so on point honestly it's so on point just based on honestly f- facebook <laughs> is it's just a cat fi- It's the catfishness of the platform is 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 crazy honestly so crazy and um no nah, you hit you hit the nail on the head with that one you did
0: what i highly Indeed. suggest to anyone listening to this and um you know it it might be something that is temporary and i i i fully understand that is delete social media as much social media as you can from from your phone if you have the ability to and i think in, you know we're different in the sense that it's part of our jobs to some extent right um mm. so you know we we need to be on it slightly more than most but if you use it specific if you use it exclusively for personal reasons delete yeah. it right now and the reason I say that is because you shouldn't be spending, or you you could be spending no time on Facebook, but if you have a computer or a tablet, use it on that instead. People will be fine if you miss a message by like 10 minutes because you didn't get that push notification right away the moment they sent you that message. I highly, highly suggest not having it on the mobile device that you carry with you twenty four seven and the moment it makes the slightest of noises you look at it and you're like, oh my God, what is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. If you have it just
0: on your computer, and I have this for Facebook. I don't have it for Twitter because, you know, it that's that's a that's different for me personally. That's
1: different. Yeah. For 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 us it's different because there's the
0: purse
1: performance purposely yeah, there's a purpose to using it to push, and I, th- and it's it's been a very very big reason as to why the channel has grown dramatically. You know that social media push for the channel, right? But my if you go if you go on my personal Twitter, I've not tweeted in months to probably a year. My personal Facebook, I've not posted anything on there, like uh, minus sharing something. Me going out my way to actually write something on my personal or uploaded a picture i've just never done it in not even months years
0: yeah i've done nothing i've done nothing unique for facebook Uh, outside of actually one post i did a couple of weeks ago i posted one post that was unique to facebook because i was using their dual language feature so yeah yeah um, yeah if you, have a, if you have more than one language set on Facebook, you can write a post in each language and instead of using like a shitty translation service, it just r- shows the post in the different language. So yeah. I was using that, I was just showing that off. Outside of that, the only time I've put something on Facebook is part of a wider push, right? It'll be saying that I also tweet, or in this case, the images that I put on Twitter and on Instagram as well. There's no- yeah. I've done nothing exclusively for Facebook in for- exactly
1: Same, it's like... Mine will be mine will be based on the fact that if my Instagram is linked to my Facebook fan page and I mm. promote a new video and it will automatically post it on the okay. Lover of Tech fan page for Facebook, right. I would then share it on my personal. But that's what I mean. It's based on sharing, but as in exclusive, like you're saying, uniquely going out my way to actually post. No, 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 no. So I'm. I'm, I'm with that. I'm in agreement with that yeah so especially specifically for facebook specifically for facebook as well
0: i think yeah. i think we need a, a slightly lighter topic after i think we need to pick up the mood a little um, <laughs> the the true. issue being i just realized i don't have any lighter topics my beat the beam authentic was the one light topic i have for this week and yeah, i true. shouldn't have i shouldn't have wasted that like straight off the bat i should have i should have saved it <laughs> so let's talk About something else that was... uh, This is is less bad, but it's not good. Uh, Which is Mozilla angering Firefox users after force-installing an add-on that was just a promo for the season finale of Mr. Robot. No way. Yep. They forced the install onto Firefox users. Um, Because this was for the show Mr. Robot... Uh, which is, you know, I, I'm sure you're aware of it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Big fan of season one. After season one, I, I lost interest. Though, I, I, I
0: haven't seen anything apart from season one as well, actually. Um,
1: <laughs> Same. Season one <laughs> like was a complete coincidence. Like Yeah. After, after season one, I, I, I lost interest. Me, personally, I did. But yeah. season one was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So
0: after that, right, which, you know, whatever, th- this being... A, a show about hacking. They they didn't do what made sense and give it like a reasonable name, right? They they called the add-on Looking Glass 1.0.3, which 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 sounds a bit weird. And then yep. in the description, instead of saying this is a promo for Mr. Robot, they they made the description of the extension, my reality is just different than yours. So it, if you're looking at it with no idea of what's going on, it sounds like you've been hacked. It looks like yeah. someone has gotten into your browser. Yeah. What makes this worse is if you were to disable the extension, Mozilla automatically re-enabled it.
1: Yeah, that's that's you too couldn't
0: much. permanently disable the extension.
1: That's that's way too much. How much money were they getting from? the t v show to have to do that it's almost as bad as the constant stranger things season two plug that Google were doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the pixel launch, you know because I remember even that keynote not to digress. you could tell presenters that were on stage trying to get excited for stranger's things too, and you could tell in their face that they've never even seen the show before, but because yeah. of the constant plugins. You know, it's almost as bad as that, but it's worse because it's literally like it's not something you can get rid of. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. I didn't even know that was something that they did. That's that's bad.
0: So as you can imagine, it led to one of two different types of responses. There were the people who knew what was going on because they knew of Mister Robot, and were like, "Oh, okay," and then we're just kind of annoyed. And then there were the majority of people who had no idea what it was and were just confused yeah, as hell as to what was going on. Hundred um, percent. What I will say is, really weirdly, it was only set to run on three different URLs, so it would only actually run if you went to whatismybrowser.com/detect, or a, um, a one of two red wheelbarrow uh pages Mm. yeah it what i will say is for this to have turned up you had to basically like during the setup guide you had to not untick one of the one of the privacy and security settings
1: yeah
0: Uh, so if you have allow firefox to run and install studies ticked that is what this counts as it's a study
1: nah nah that's 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 just a whole nother load of bs that's that's crazy i'd even i'd even know i'd even know that 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 would that was the extent that it went in terms of force installing literally yeah that's bad that's bad like i i can't remember the last time i ever used firefox i don't even know what the benefits of firefox are anymore but
0: firefox quantum is apparently amazing Apparently, oh it will it will feed your children. It will, you know, it will clean the <laughs> house for you, and all whilst using two bytes of RAM. Like, I
1: I just don't know.
0: Yeah, it's just I just don't know.
1: That's that's crazy. I, I don't. I, I'm I'm even speechless to oh, what to comment on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, yeah. So
0: yeah. I want to pull out the the stat here. Let me grab. Because I want to have the right number. Let me mm. let me find it. Uh blah blah blah. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the upcoming Google Ad Blocker. Blah blah blah. Nope, that wasn't it. Let me let me find this. So there is uh the Mozilla blog. So remembering this is a matter of checking your sources, and this specifically is from the Mozilla website, purely because it's the quickest place to find it. Um, yeah. Mozilla claims that opening up... Oh, my God. Where is this? I can't Can't find how much... Where are the numbers? They seem to have deleted the numbers. Um, if I recall correctly... Um, hang on. Wait. I want to get i want to get the number right because this is important this isn't a number i should be throwing around um here it is so this is um the Ares six score for example which you know is, is one of many different benchmarks um the google chrome score is much lower lower is better mm. in this situation uh, is much lower than firefox that could be a one uh, that could be a one off however because they're yeah. more or less tied on everything else however yeah. if we look at ram management um come on why does no one hear it is so whereas uh blah 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 So, whereas Google Chrome uses roughly 180 megabytes with whatever this is, five tabs open, um, something, something, whatever, right? Whatever their setup is, Firefox, uh, sorry, Chrome uses 180 megabytes of RAM, whereas Firefox uses about 70. Oh, wow. So, it is a big deal. That's a, then,
1: that's a night and day difference.
0: Um, it becomes uh, the, the difference becomes slightly less um, the more you open. And they claim that, they, that it consumes roughly 30% less RAM than Chrome. So when you open up 30 tabs, um, Quantum averages 3.8 gigabytes, whereas Chrome mm. does 4.2. Um, wow. So you know, as as you open more tabs, that those peaks and valleys tend to level out a bit more. Level out, yeah. Um, but it is it 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 has the potential to be a massive difference. So Firefox yeah. Quantum is undeniably great, um, but not once whilst they're pushing whatever the hell they're pushing in these extensions. That's
1: that's just some forceful extensions, man. No way, no way, no way. And just, just obviously Google's integration to like your Google services as well, that makes mm-hmm. a very big difference to why people just gravitate to Chrome, especially across multiple devices and stuff. You know, yes. like yeah. you know, password saves and auto-logins and just like histories and bookmarks and stuff. So that makes a difference, but that kind of forceful extension push, no way, <laughs> no way.
0: And I, I also like to hope that Google wouldn't do that kind of thing, right?
1: I hope now nowadays, man. Just like the benefit you give to certain companies is so weird now, right? So you can only hope,
0: you know. Because you know. personally, I'm like, you know, I'm sure they're listening into everything I say, but they wouldn't push an extension on my browser, would they? Like, they'd see that as too far, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree. I think Google, like I've said to many people, they know what my favorite socks is, oh, but they without will, doubt, they they will just find a cool way. Of implementing it where it seems cool and useful, and then everyone's like cool with it, you know. So at least there's that for whatever it is. So I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. I just hope they don't do anything like that. But man, Mozilla, that's that's just crazy. I, I don't, I don't actually have any comments to add. I'm just shocked.
0: <laughs> and the, there's the hang on, I want to find the. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash let me just find the link Um, facebook.com slash ads slash preferences Um, so yeah facebook.com slash ads which is ads slash preferences it will give you a rundown of what it thinks you're like so it's not necessarily things you've given it exclu- like explicitly if you go to i think it's your information um yeah so if you go to your information and then hit your categories it'll tell you everything it thinks you fit into so that's crazy Looking at it right now, it's saying, "Oh, you are close friends of men with a birthday in the next week. You have, um, you're currently an expat, so someone who lives outside of their home country. Your Facebook access via mobile is Android. Your Facebook access via um, via PC is Windows 10. Uh, you're a frequent traveller. You have you." You mainly use Chrome, you currently own an S7 Edge as your primary device, your de- your device supports 360 media, uh, you live in a family-based household, your network type is generally Wi-Fi, you're a console gamer, it knows all of these things about me, without me telling it anything. Telling it, yeah. It, ge- it just knows. Get information gathering. And the crazy thing is, this is now hidden. They don't show it anymore. They used nope. to, they used to show things like guessed political leanings, leanings. Yeah. So back yeah. W- just before the elections were happening, it would it would say it would guess which way you lent you lean politically, and it tended to be right, which made it even weirder.
1: Yeah, that's wow. <laughs> that's crazy. So th- this is literally all just based on ad targeting.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. It, you can see what Facebook sees and why, and like how they get to the ads it shows you basically. Yeah. Actually, the one thing it got wrong, um, I didn't look if it's still there, but the last time I looked, cause I check every now and again, just to see what Facebook thinks of me. Cause I like to mm. throw a spanner in the works where I can and do something really weird where it would just be like, why the hell did he, why did he do that? So it gets confused every now and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. I think it's no longer there, but it used to be like it used to it used to have like late adopter of technology on there, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, you, you think that, huh? You think that? As I put on my That's... Snapchat spectacles, I'm a late adopter <laughs> of technology, huh? Is that so? <laughs> I need those snap glasses. Oh, you do. They're great. And apparently, Snap is losing a bunch I'm... of money on them. So go buy some.
1: Yeah, I, I need to get. I've been I've been dubbed as um, Morpheus when I'm doing my camera test when I have my sunset sun um, sunglasses on.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's that's kind of like a, a funny thing that I'm going with now. Yeah, instead, I, I try and tell people like it's only it's only in the UK where you'll wear more sunglasses in winter than in summer.
0: <laughs> oh, like... it's crazy. So here, right now, it's like thirty. 13 sorry degrees Mm. well not right now but like in 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 general it's yeah it's what's been even crazier is like a week ago we got 25 centimeters of snow in one day oh wow and then the next day it was really sunny and all the snow was gone oh wow it was it was like that kind of instant cycle
1: instant yeah like a it's like a like a major two season shift cycle.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh what I will say is if you want the Snapchat spectacles, uh on through the website, which is I think just spectacles dot com. dot oh, okay. com. Let's find out. It is, it's just spectacles dot com. Uh they are hundred and thirty pounds on eBay, they're twenty quid cheaper, so you could buy them there. Um Yeah, But yeah, yeah, what I will say is that, um, yeah, Snap have been losing a lot of money on these because they have, I forget what the number is. It was in the news uh, some while ago. uh, Let's see if I can find it. So yeah, apparently they just have a bunch in storage, but they can't shift. So what I will say is if you're Snap and you're watching this right now, Send me some because these ones are slightly scratched <laughs> up at this point. I've had them for like eight months now, and there are like light scratches on them because they're plastic. Like it's expected, but do send Great. me some. W- what I will say is, the lenses look really weird. So let me pop one out. <laughs> let me pop one out real quick. So these are the lenses, and you'll notice why the snap icon looks the way it does. Because where oh, the thing right. is in the corner, there's like a cut yeah. out in the Cut out. Yeah. Let me, what's the best way to show this off? Oh, I know. I'll use this mug as a background. Yeah, right. There's oh, that cut yeah, out yeah, yeah. the lens. Yeah. Um, I was actually cleaning the lenses Uh, like yesterday, the day before. So I took them both out and put the Snapchat, let me, let me put them on. The... So I've just took a, taken out the second lens. This is what they look at like without the lenses. <laughs> So if this doesn't make me look like oh, a dog, man. I don't know what will. Um, Fully does. Right? <laughs> like, look at me. <laughs> Hello. No, I, still want, I still
1: want a pair. Right? I still want a pair. I want a pair to. with
0: like... I, I want a... A stocking filler. I wish I had a pair of these like in white though. Because if I had these like in white with like... You know for reflective lenses? Like yeah. some form of blue reflective lenses. That, that would A, fit the Snappy Tech theme... And B would look a lot nicer in winter, like with the snow and stuff that's here, because we tend yeah. to get like snowy but sunny weather. So also, yeah. I will be wearing these like well into the winter. Um, yeah, but it'd be nice if they were white. That's all I'm saying. No,
1: that's true. It's true. It's true.
0: Right. Yes, yeah, it's been. I think we can talk about one more subject, I and mean, we're going to call it a show. I want to talk about. Uh, what can we talk about? I don't want to talk about net neutrality purely because.
1: Oh no, I've, I've, we'll I've, be on it forever. We'll be on it forever,
0: right? Uh, do you want to talk about? Oh, we have some follow up from last week's episode, which I guess will be worth it. Oh so, yeah, follow ups are good. So last week we were talking about the Amazon and Google dispute, which I'm sure you're aware of. Um, I'm actually not funny enough. Are you not? I'm
1: actually not. No, so, no. I'm out of the loop. Like that's weird. Why I'm out of the loop? Because I've been seeing that.
0: So Amazon and um, so Google announced last week that they will be pulling YouTube from the Fire devices. Okay. Um, so it was already unavailable on the Echo Show. Then Amazon built a workaround, and then um, then YouTube blocked it again. Basically, um, however, they've also said that they're now going to block it from. The Fire Stick going forward and the Firebox That's... and all, all the Fire devices because they felt that Amazon weren't playing fair. Their they're, they're reason- reasoning for this, and, and to be fair, I, I backed them up on this. Okay. Um, and they, they, they meant it in this respect YouTube has always been the first company to hop on Amazon's platform, right? Yeah. The moment they announced the Fire devices, YouTube was available on there. The moment they, you know, the moment they did anything, YouTube was available. But Amazon never gave that back. You you weren't able until literally t- yesterday, I believe, to buy hmm. a Google Home on Amazon. You weren't uh, able to buy a yeah, Google yeah, yeah, Pixel yeah, that's true. on Amazon. That's true. You weren't that's able. True. You, you actually weren't able to buy any Google devices. On top of that. Amazon Prime Video doesn't support Chromecast. You can't. Yeah. You can't use Prime Video with your Google devices.
1: Yeah. So yeah. what basically yeah.
0: happened, in my opinion, um, and which I back up, I guess, is that YouTube just got fed up. They decided, you know what, screw it. This is a, this is clearly a one-way relationship where we yeah. keep, we keep supporting your devices, but when we're like, hey, we're releasing a new Chromecast, do you mind? Do you mind making your application work on this? Amazon were like, uh, we, we'd rather sell more fire sticks. Mm-hmm. So, that's,
1: yeah, that's, that's, right. yeah, okay.
0: So Amazon, des- so Google decided, you know what, screw this, it's not worth it anymore. And Amazon have gone, oh, wait, wait, no, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll sell, we'll sell the Google Home. So that's what's come out this week. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, over the next couple of weeks, they also support Chromecast.
1: Cause... No, that's 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 actually now thinking about it, that is actually fair. Just even just based on mutual competition gain, that mm-hmm. is so fair. That is so right. fair. And it, it's 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 now just exposed how valuable YouTube is as you know, a, just as a video platform, even compared to like all the others. It is again still the only platform where you can go to to watch eight K video. So when eight K becomes ready for the masses there would have been people that have been uploading in 8K or shooting 8, in 8K to be able to be the first platform to show off the benefits of 8K. It will be YouTube, yeah, <laughs> you know. So that's, that's that's how powerful it is in terms of like a, a creative freedom platform. So no, I'm thinking about it in that respect, it sounded ridiculous initially because you're thinking man how can how can you how can you pull youtube from you know a streaming service like amazon fire stick and stuff but then looking at it now and thinking about it just not being able to support in that respect on their main platform which is amazon retail that's that's yeah I, yeah yeah i can actually understand google's point i can actually understand google's point
0: yeah it's 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 not for i feel bad for google because i mean that google let's be real here they're not exactly they're not exactly struggling right now no
1: nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. that, that struggling and google are two words you don't put together
0: right um but it, it, it's i definitely get where they're coming from and we, we were discussing it last week and i think we we all agreed that you know although it's a bit weird that they're pulling it from youtube from the fire stick because you know you youtube is so it, it's one of those things where it's considered to be ubiquitous right it's it's yeah, basically everyone yeah, it is, everywhere. It is. It is, and it having is, a platform 100%. without YouTube on it was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, but hundred percent is. If I was YouTube, I feel like I'd probably do the same thing. I can see myself doing that same thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Looking at it, yeah,
1: hundred percent agree. Looking at it in that respect, again, like I said, although it's like kind of like ubiquitous and the de facto platform to be everywhere, you kind of have to have it as a staple. This is where it's like. The whole conflict between the H265 codec MVP9 and VP9 and four on the LTE just makes it almost pointless to get.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it really almost makes it pointless to get. So at least it works on there and not to have it working at all on a pretty oh, wall. That's that's literally like there is no point in buying it. You know? So
0: and the crazy thing is, so I've, I've, I've linked in the show notes to the BBC article. Uh, Amazon said, and I quote, um, we hope we can reach an agreement to resolve these issues soon. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, this is a Google <laughs> statement. So clearly they've got, you know, Amazon have taken notice and gone, actually, we might, we might want to do that one. Yeah. What I will also say is they've recently started selling the Apple TV as well. Now, that being for okay. di- that's for a very different reason, however, as although it's not available on a Chromecast, um, the Amazon Prime video app just this week was released on Apple TV. Um, oh, right. From what I hear, it is truly terrible. It is absolutely horrific
1: um yeah the new apple tv 4k just or apple tv in general i don't know just just hasn't in my opinion just really been received well because of these shortcomings and that's another shortcoming to add
0: it's not even that it's also the fact that it's like it's so expensive right
1: yeah very very for what it is it's very expensive you can the
0: Chromecast is like 50 quid Um, and even
1: for that money you just get an nvidia shield TV.
0: Mm-hmm. And both things are really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah!
1: You get a lot for what you pay for. Yeah. You get a lot for what you pay for. But, um, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. But no, thanks for, I, I didn't actually, I will look into that more. The I didn't more know, you that know that was how, to, yeah, it's true. I didn't know that was the extent of it.
0: So, but, um, yeah, um, I'm going to call it a show on that note. So, awesome. Ben awesome. Benjamin, thank you for coming on. If people want to find out more, there are links to your YouTube channel and your Twitter in the show notes. However, where would you direct them? Where where, where do you want people to go?
1: Definitely Twitter and YouTube. YouTube, without a doubt, because weekly videos, irrespective, reviews, camera tests, comparisons, tech discussions, vlogs now by the looks of it. I don't know vlogs how often that's going to happen, but that might get added and definitely 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 twitter lot reviews ba lot reviews ba i'm very very active on there that's where if you want to get in contact with me i will pretty much instantaneously respond and reply to you
0: i've i've found twitter it a little about bit that. disconcerting where i've i've done something on twitter and you are instantly on it like, oh cool yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just like was he already in twitter was he like waiting for me to tweet is that what just happened
1: like i'm i'm like i'm trust me, i'm mega active on twitter i'm, so I'm almost is...
0: certain that you have a bot that just likes every time you're mentioned yeah <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: i am the bot <laughs> i uh, am the bot so the, yeah, the youtube definitely... username
0: is lover of tech i believe if you yeah. just if you just yeah, type it I, in it will come straight up so do go check yeah, him absolutely. out thank you for absolutely. joining me on what is the last live episode of this year
1: of the year which yeah, is crazy because
0: it will be 26 when we go to our new year's eve episode so if you want to oh yeah if you want to join us for when we are live next it will be uh january 6th or whatever first Sunday yeah of yeah next just year. just promise there'll be more people just oh, promise there be will more. be so i promise you weren't being stitched up this wasn't a, this wasn't a plan it just kind of <laughs>
1: uh, i just don't know anymore
0: <laughs> benjamin like just before just before we went live he was like you know I watch the podcast and there's always like four of you. And then when I go to come on, it's just the two of us. Like, what's going on here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's not a but setup, yeah, no. I promise.
1: No, definitely. I'll keep you informed. And thanks uh, for having me, Snappy Tech family.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure. If you want to watch this show live, it's snpytech live. Uh, the next couple of weeks, next week is pre-recorded. The week after will be our Best Bits podcast. I'm sure there'll be some, a clip from this episode as well. Um, they will both go live at 6 p.m. GMT, which is 10 p.m. Georgian time, just in case you're wondering. And then it's the 7th of January, which will be the first Sunday of the new year, we'll be live once again with hopefully a great panel. Thank you for joining us. It's slash live the show slash podcast if you want to listen to the audio version afterwards if you can't catch us live then there's like slash itunes if you use an apple device slash facebook slash twitter slash snapchat if you want to follow me on that so go do all of the socials and we will see you guys next week with a pre-recorded episode bye